discs. KC Disc Golf. Reviews. <laughs> hey, folks, what's up? This is Trees Bane. I'm here with Mr. Paul Jangles. Hello, everybody. Hey, folks. So, and, uh, we're in the quarantine, but it's starting to ease up. Where we are here in Kansas, they have, what, what level are we? We're on, like, 1.5. We're at 1.5, and tomorrow it becomes 2.0. Oh, boy. Yeah. So the parks are open. We are not out on a course tonight. We are doing a question and answer podcast. I prepared some questions, or some listeners sent me some questions, I guess I should say, um, for Treesbane. He didn't prepare any questions, even though we had talked about this numerous times, but yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Well... Before we get started, we are recording this in my garage, uh, so if you hear some noises, there's some people mowing lawns, there's some animals about. Gonzo the dog's here. Gonzo the dog's here. There's a cat named Michael Scott. He might make an appearance, although he's walking away right now. He's not a big podcast listener. We've got Sweet Lady Jangles and Disc and Jane outside, so if you hear some laughter going on there. Embroidering? I think so, yeah. They're doing crafting. They're going to start their own podcast called Crafting and Captains. Crafting and Kafkins. Kafkins. Which is a type of dress. Okay. I didn't know that. Another dog just made an appearance. Here comes Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. She has a very shrill bark, so hopefully she doesn't get upset. Now, you say that this is your garage, but it's it's more than a garage. This This is... It's the ping pong shed. It's the ping pong room. It is the man cave. It is... I've been working more outside lately than inside, but this is uh, our first garage cast. Uh, Mr. Paul Jangles, how you been holding up during quarantine? It's been tough. I'll admit it. You know, I think everybody's kind of suffering a little bit from not getting to go outside nearly as much, not getting to socially be together and stuff like that, but I think... Things seem to be going better in Kansas. There's less people in the hospitals and stuff like that, so it's, that's good. I'm just a little worried about more outbreaks happening. Yeah, and they will. They will. You've been out on the course more recently than I have as well. Yeah, so I did go ahead and play a couple rounds at um, the local course that we play at. Uh, I trounced Blu-ray a couple times on rounds at Harmon Park. Um, it was good. Uh, you know, I haven't been out for a while. My throws were a little off, but... You said it was pretty busy. There's a lot of family... Family sports enthusiasts out there. There were. There was a lot of dads and their kids, and I kind of got the impression that some wives were like, get these kids out of my house. I'm sick of them. You need to take, take the reins for a little while. So, uh, I have not been playing. I uh, had some employment changes. I got laid off uh, back in March. And I started working part-time at a, at a barbecue place. But unfortunately, that requires me to work on weekends. So I have not had the opportunity to get out on the greens. But I'm hoping that'll change soon. So that kind of, this is a good segue to my first question, which is for me. Um, You have not played disc golf since February 22nd by my count. Wow. As of today, you have not played disc golf in 58 days. 
and I'm blaming some of your ping pong addiction on this. I can't lay it all to that, but are you going to start a ping pong podcast? We have been talking about it. Me and Disc and Jane have discussed uh, Slapping Balls, Casey, I think was the title. Um... <laughs> Slapping Balls, Casey. Uh, it's, it's, it's a possibility. I don't know how much people would enjoy listening to pong it doesn't quite have the same ring to it as banging chains but yeah it, it's been a great way to get some exercise in been getting pretty good i'm a ambidextrous when it comes to ping pong which is nice i had a follow-up question related to ping pong have you ever been to thailand <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I have not. Why? Why do you ask? No reason. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to ping, if you go to Thailand, uh, go see the ping pong show. That's all I gotta say. Mm. Okay. Ex- <laughs> explicit. All right. Uh, the ping pong show in Thailand or Tijuana. Tijuana. Maybe a little closer. I did get my uh, passport. <laughs> shortly after the new year which has not proved helpful at all during the travel ban where were you thinking about going you know that's all going to change now uh we were thinking back when they were offering those flights to was it iceland greenland oh yeah and they've canceled all those yeah so kansas city's first international flights were to was it iceland yeah, yeah. They were offering flights to Iceland uh, nonstop from Kansas City, and it was pretty exciting, and then they canceled that route. I have to make a little bit of a correction, because whenever um, Sweet Lady Jangles and I got married on our honeymoon, we flew direct from KCI to... Um, we went to Playa del Carmen, but what was the... Where do you fly? Cancun. There was a direct flight to Cancun from KCI. It was awesome. I wish they still had that. Although I'm not terribly excited about flying anywhere right now. Uh, we'll see. We, uh, listeners, we have been taking the pandemic fairly seriously. We have. I, I think I said before I played with Blu-ray and trounced him um, by three strokes, I think it was. <laughs> But who's counting? <laughs> um, Shout out to Blu-ray. What's up? Hey, Blu-ray. Um, it had been nine and a half weeks, I think, since I'd played. So. Wow. Yeah. I did do... I don't know if you saw, but I did release a podcast. I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw that that dropped. That, and that's a new one, because you dropped a podcast that was from back in the fall. Um, I did do a podcast, I think, sometime like maybe in mid-February or something like that. I don't remember where I played, so I I would have to look it up. It's been so long ago, but um, yeah, um, I did do one where I took my practice basket out to a park, um, and so the whole thing was trying to avoid people in the park. Kind of was the gist. Well, listeners, if you go back and listen to one of our more recent podcasts, I mean, it's not recent as far as weeks go, but recent on our playlist we were talking about this uh pandemic back in february 
before anyone was really taking it seriously, we, we were talking about it. We were, and so there was, there's got to be some information on some of the podcast yet to be produced that we talked about it. I don't think that you've put some of that stuff out there. We've got two podcasts in the can. My life got thrown upside down. I, I moved back in... It's like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. I, I moved back in uh, the end of October, and my schedule... I had a routine, podcast editing routine, and that got kind of thrown upside down, and then the holidays happened, and then this all happened. So uh, apologies to any of you faithful listeners. While I'm thinking about it, shout out to Discbird. He sent us some fantastic boxes. They were really fancy boxes. Really nice boxes. Uh, I kind of missed an opportunity with a disc in a box, but he we got, got some really cool cups. Disc cup in a box. Yeah, we got a cup in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm super stoked about. I haven't figured out what I'm going to use the box for, but I'm definitely going to use it for something. Disc bird, miss you, love you, buddy. Hope, hopefully we see each other soon. Play around, uh, Mr. Paul Jangles. What's our next? What's our next listener question? So this this was submitted anonymously. They wish to kind of keep their name out of it. Um, so this one goes out to Treesbane. Uh, Treesbane, um, longtime listener, first time questioner. Uh, if you only had one disc golf course to play, this is kind of a softball question. Uh, to play before the end of the world. Which one would it be, and why? Oh, boy. Um, I'll let you answer first while I think of my... I think that I know what you're going to answer, so I'm not going to answer the same thing. But I, I think that I would probably go towards Big Bull Creek um, out south. Kansas City. Um, I think it's one of the better courses. It's got a little bit of something to offer. Um, it's a fun course. It's not really ever crowded, which is nice in these times of COVID. Right on. Good answer. Uh, I would love to play Golden Gate Park with you. Ooh. Because we did not have good luck when we were out there as far as disc golf goes. Mostly because we had walked a whole lot that day and we were hungry and we got lost because we didn't we were unfamiliar with the course but it was a beautiful course the scenery was just totally different than anything we do here uh if i had to pick a local one you're probably thinking i'm gonna say heritage i did think you were gonna say heritage no it wouldn't be heritage uh, Ooh, scott rake's not gonna like you it would probably be wyandotte We've got some great memories of Wyandotte. Wyandotte's it's a, a great course. course. Heritage is great. Uh, I liked it a lot more when there was weed growing there. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> there was something to look forward to. Uh, and who knows? It might be back this year. Horticulturally. You yeah. Just... Well, I'm a big fan of plants in general. I've been doing a lot of gardening. And the, as much as I love Heritage, it, when we first discovered it, it was uh, that was the shit. That was... It was always empty, beautifully manicured. But lately, every time we go there, there's big groups of people. Yeah. So it's definitely becoming more popular for sure. Wine, dot. Consistent. Every time we go there, it's beautiful. It's empty. 
I don't play so well there, but it's it's a great it's a great spot. So try to paint a picture for our uh, listeners. Just how whenever we first played hole number twelve, how much weed do you think was on that hole? <laughs> how many plants? How many plants? Oh man, there was probably I would guess sixty to seventy wild. I mean, it's wild cannabis, so. It's worthless, but it's fun to see in nature. And uh, Kansas actually recently legalized hemp as a commercial crop. So that might start popping up all over the place. Uh, it's, it's a weed. It grows like a weed. But the smoke hole, one of the best. That wasn't the smoke hole. No, the that's smoke not hole the smoke was hole. over. Yeah, the, that's, that's a birdland. That's a birdland thing. But the stump hole. Right. Okay, so second question, or third question, I guess it is now. Um, so this one's from Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> and Shout so, out to astrophysics. <laughs> Love it. All With right. all the recent news that's happened recently, how much of an asshole do you think Elon Musk is now? You've always been kind of sucking up to uh, Elon Musk, but he's kind of nice. He's, he's... I respect his vision, but... God, did you see the baby name? Yeah, how do you pronounce that? Uh, there's no way to pronounce it. And the explanation behind it all is just stupid. I mean, speaking um, of weed, man, that guy's been puffing on a lot. I don't think he... He didn't inhale on that podcast that everyone gives him shit for. But he really... Like, when you have that much money, you just shouldn't be on Twitter. Was weed legal whenever he was on that podcast oh, in California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why are people busting his balls? Mostly because he didn't inhale. Like, when you watch the video. But, uh, I mean, for someone to just tank their stock consistently, and he's kind of a disbeliever in Corona, like, he opened his plan again, and a bunch of his employees are saying that's not cool... And that he said he was working on the factory line, but his employees say he's just staring at people until they make him uncomfortable. It kind of reminds me of a former boss that I had <laughs> who enjoyed staring at people until they were uncomfortable. Uh, no, yeah. Neil, Neil, I'm, I'm, I'm still pro science and pro futurism, but Elon. Sh- just delete your Twitter, man. It's not helping anyone. And rename your kid. That's just a travesty. Okay. How do you feel? What, what's your hot take on Mr. Musk? Oh, I, I don't... I, you know, I, I'm more in the Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think he's a little bit more of an optimistic guy. Um, he sure, certainly has never launched a Tesla off into space and started playing David Bowie or anything like that, but he's nice. And you're always kind of busting his stuff so i think that's unfair of you well neil you go on more talk shows than you have content for it and you need you need some better jokes oh his jokes are kind of lame i've heard them all so many times now and also your podcast too many commercials man star talk has way too many commercials all right so this one's actually from the management of dynamic disks. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, so they're saying, Dear Treesbane, <laughs> at what point would you ever consider buying a disc? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, well, I'm going to have to once we start up again because... I lost I, my one driver is so chipped. I don't think it's flying anywhere close to where it's supposed to. I've got plenty of putters, but it's hard to bust up your putters. So, um, question is, would I buy a new disc? Oh, well, pro you, probably you, not. Probably. You'd buy a used disc? Yeah, I'd buy a used disc. Well, Dynamic Discs actually has plenty of used discs for sale. Yeah, they do. The problem is I haven't found any discs in quite a while that were worth anything as far as throwing. They're all chipped to shit or been submerged for so long. I don't have any good drivers right now, so once we start playing again, yeah, I'm going to have to invest in something. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, you know, I'm not against buying this. I've just always had enough that I didn't need to. So here's, I think that the best disc that you've ever thrown was probably the Star Destroyer. I mean, I know we're going to cry a little bit about that, but drop your tears. Um, well, the Star Leopard. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that one did, did me solid. The Star Destroyer was a favorite for sure you can't get a used star destroyer just for everybody out there they don't exist really no yeah i think that the people who manage the stores just take them something so anyway how about you what's your next disc you're gonna buy Do you have one oh man I, i'm not really shopping around for discs i have way too many discs already um i got a i got a the old Honda Fits full of discs in the in the back. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, let's see here. I'm going through the questions and see what the next one is. This is from a food um, person, and the question is: Is that their Twitter handle? <laughs> a food person <laughs> at food person. Blah blah blah. So Treesbane. They want to ask, if you were on a desert island and could only have one kind of food, only one, and that's what you had to sustain on, much like the guy from The Martian where he had to eat only potatoes for a while, what would your food be? This is like a genre of food or a, sp a specific dish? Well, or, or I mean, you can't you sit there like... and say like pizza and have every kind of pizza. No, it's like one kind of food that you can make any way you want like the Martian could make mashed potatoes or french fries probably didn't have a fryer but um, you get the idea carrots you know you could have I guess like a side of beef something like that I don't know how that would survive on the desert island sure uh, if so let's rephrase this if I could bring one kind of seed to a desert island and grow that and have to live off that I would probably go with I mean you can make whiskey out of almost any grain 
Because, I mean, can whiskey be a thing? Can I just say whiskey? <laughs> I mean, so you're kind of going Pirates of the Caribbean with the whole yeah, rum thing? Well, I mean, sugar cane would be great because sugar is great, and I like rum. Uh, it's kind of hard to work, though, and I wouldn't just want a non-sugar cane. Uh, I'm going to go with corn. There's a lot you can do with corn, and you can make whiskey out of it. You can make tortillas, you can make a corn tortilla, you can make popcorn, you can make whiskey. You're really kind of hung up on this whiskey well, thing. The, Would you like yeah, to I mean, talk about some of your um, habits at all? I like whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other Twitter handle is WhiskeyFaceChef. At Chef WhiskeyFace, if anyone wants to follow me. Um, how follow about you? you? What, what would yours be? I know I narrowed it down to a plant. If I had to pick a protein... As, like, if I had to bring one animal with me... Uh, pig. It, it'd be a pig. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of Lord of the Flies well, style. Do you know the origins of barbecue? Like, how that started? pretty fascinating actually back when the americas were discovered there was a lot of ships going back and forth from spanish colonies trying to get gold and jewels and emeralds and silver and all that shit and uh people would be pressed into service people who did not want to be on a boat would they'd get them drunk and they'd throw them on a boat and then they'd ship them across sea and they'd be dying of scurvy and getting whipped and when they were passing Haiti, a bunch of people would jump ship because they had put pigs on Haiti to uh, so that when they went by, they could get, you know, pig meat. So all these people who had jumped ship were living on Haiti as kind of not exactly pirates because they didn't have boats, but kind of as just ref refugees hanging out on Haiti killing all these wild pigs that have been set loose there smoking them on the beach on a thing called a, a bucan which is a way you can smoke meat over an open fire so obviously there weren't a lot of women so it turned into this utopian gay pirate barbecue party on Haiti wait why is it gay? because there weren't women Oh, oh, right, 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 right. We're not, right. not necessarily saying they were all gay. But, you know, whenever you're in Haiti with only a bunch of pigs, then the... You got a bunch of smoked meat, probably a bunch <laughs> of rum. Sounds like a lot of smoked meat. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of tobacco, and they would sell all of their cured meat to the boats that went by, and more people would jump ship. And it ended up being this, like, utopian paradise where you just smoke meat, drink rum and party all night so pig yeah pig pig and sugar cane <laughs> <laughs> turn that question around asking you what would yours be what's your one food you could eat every day cherry flavored pez that's it <laughs> okay all right, all right. I don't know how you're going to grow Pez, but... Moving on. We're going to move on. I got a question for you. Oh, now, see, I knew that this would spark some questions from you. 
what is your what do you think is the future of disc golf considering social distancing and the new normal as they say yeah i hate the term new normal but we're here we're living in the future whatever disc golf um i think the disc golf's really gonna be the future i think that you're gonna see like i just drove by the country club on the way over to your house um Milburn. Yep. Um, and I was thinking to myself on the way over, that place has got five years at most because it's going to be sold just like the one that was over by my house. Well, uh, they haven't known stopped golfing there. It's, oh, I been... know. But Meadowbrook, was, which is really close to my house, it went under and they started putting up all the houses and million-dollar oh, yeah. lots and all that kind of stuff. Not that I live in a million-dollar neighborhood or anything like that. I don't anybody get any ideas but the new houses are going so i think that with some of the regular ball golf courses going away i think people are going to be turning more and more towards the sport of disc golf in general because it's less costly it still provides social distancing you can get out there you're done in what's the what's the longest that we've ever played a disc golf course like maybe two hours Something like that. Sounds about right. So, and that's probably like if we're just kind of maybe having a few cocktails as we're going around and, you know, sure, laughing and stuff like that. So you but, don't think disc golf will change as a sport? I just think it'll expand. I'm assuming it'll expand. I don't think that the the spread of it'll stop. I think we're right at the point where it's just going to be a, like the Nike, like they said, like the Nike curve with um covid i think it's just we're just like right at the base and it's about to go crazy well i feel like hand sanitizer or at least wipes instead of towels will be disinfectant wipes in everyone's disc golf bag i had this idea that um maybe if you had a tournament um with disc golf and I don't know if this has been done. It's probably been done, but I don't know how to what extent. Because a lot of the tournaments you see, they're kind of like PGA sanctioned, those kinds of things. I'm kind of looking forward to more of a beer league softball kind of type tournament. And I was going to ask you, do you think it's more appropriate to have the kegs at each tee pad or at each hole? I'm kind of thinking the tea pad, because then you can like sit there and have a drink as you're oh, waiting for the people in front of you to yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Maybe it's a dumb question. I'm sorry. But I think that the idea's got some legs. Maybe you do it every two holes, so you don't just have people partying too much. The question would be, how do you get to keep the keg cold? Ice? I, I can see like have you ever been to a frat party or anything they got well, trash cans yeah, and you put ice in it and then you put the keg in there a different business could donate the beer to a certain hole you could have a cooler like this hole sponsored by Smokey's Barbecue a absolutely uh, yes 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 whenever I was going to uh, the University of Kansas back in the day we won't say how long ago that was but uh, the football team used to have a party and they invited everybody and it was like five bucks and they gave you a cup and it was like a 32 ounce cup and it was just like plain white or something like that and all the businesses around lawrence kansas 
donated kegs to the football team. Mm. And I don't think that this was all on the up and up as far as NCAA goes. I don't know exactly where all the money went. I think the statute of limitations is way past this right by now. I don't think they do this anymore. <clears throat> but um, they used to have 40 and 50 kegs at these things. And so like the local barber shop would donate a keg for the football team to have its party. It was after their spring practice was over. So I think that you could do something similar like that. I really like where you're going with that. All right. Okay, moving on. So I have a little bit of bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. Yeah, sorry. Um, in one of my podcasts, uh, I referenced, I, I, I had this theory that we should kind of talk a little bit about what the theme of each Courses. I remember this. Yeah. I so, and I. Down to, is it a Ross or a Rachel? You said that. That's where you came from. And then you really busted my balls about. I think I said. I made a reference to Tommy. Oh, God. From Eight is Enough. Have you started watching Eight is Enough yet? No. No, I have not. Tell me about it. Okay, so I did a little bit of digging on Eight is Enough. And, um. Eight is Enough was aired from March 15th, 1977 uh, until May 23rd, 1981. Wow. So I really think our listeners, I think our demographic really probably lends itself towards that years, you know, those years. And they probably are very familiar with Nicholas and Tommy and the rest of the gang. You're probably right. After seeing our analytics... Uh... You are <laughs> correct. A lot less Friends fans, a lot more All in the Family or Eight is Enough or MASH fans. <laughs> what? MASH? Okay. All right, so where are you going with this? Uh, well, my main question was, have you started listening to it, watching it yet? But um, I did some more digging on the, on the uh, actor. His name was Willie Ames, who played Tommy. <laughs> Why? Why? All right. And so he wasn't just famous as being Tommy for Made is Enough. He was also in... This is a little bit controversial, so... I don't know what your thoughts are. But he also played Buddy in Charles in Charge. Oh, another show I'm very familiar with. You didn't watch Charles in Charge? Dude, like half the jokes on The Family Guy are about Charles in Charge. Go back, watch them. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs. See, you know the theme. And our rights. But here's something I didn't know about um, Willie Ames. I, I was really surprised it was, it was Willie. Um... He was also played the part of Hank, the ranger, in the animated show Dungeons and Dragons. Remember that? No. <laughs> well, it was good. Uh, I've got a picture oh of it boy. just to bring back. Oh, you brought a picture. Yeah, I got a picture. This you guys can't great. see us on the this podcast. Great for a so audio this is format. this is Willie Ames right here. That's what he looked like back in the day. This is eight is enough. Does that recall make you remember anything? No. This is Charles in charge. Ringing any bells? 
Chachi. One of the Chachi, hey. yes, yeah. Chachi was the only celebrity to show up. I know Mork and Mindy. That's Hank the Ranger. Start. Remember that? No. Why? Hank the Ranger, man. Okay. His arrow does not. <laughs> I think it was like a. It was basically his bow was just like a kind of a bent stick. Why does he? And look then he so had like surprised. an. He looks all right. Well, that's just a freeze frame. I mean, I'm sure he's going through a cavalcade of different emotions at that point, but that's just where the camera caught him. He's also going to rip his fingers off. That is not how you... When we start stroking shafts, Casey, <laughs> maybe we'll come back and touch on this. But Okay, uh, I feel thoroughly shamed for not being born earlier. <laughs> and appreciating quality content instead of racist okay so yeah moving on well okay no good point i'm glad you brought that back up because i know a lot of listeners were very upset with me well we didn't not do... get any references <laughs> a lot of the the ridicule that you gave me about tommy tommy can you hear me can you hear me um occurred off podcast so i just wanted to make sure that the listeners knew the conversation was happening, okay. even if they were... If and they still were still happening, apparently. Yeah, I'm sure there's... It's probably half and half. I'm this, sure half the I've listeners... have been stewing in this for months. Whole quarantine, Mr. Paul Jangles is just like, How does he not know Willie? Willie Ames! I'm not sure that's how you pronounce his last name. He actually has an alcohol program. Or a problem. Somebody else does, too. Hey, join the club. Yeah. All right. So, last question because um, I'm getting close to being out of beer. Actually, I am out of beer. Um, what's your favorite hole? <coughs> Pole hole. That's what she said. <laughs> what's your favorite disc golf basket? Okay. What's your favorite? Thank you for specifying, because this was about to get very blue. <laughs> it's getting late. Um... My favorite disc golf basket is... Or the disc golf hole, whatever you want to Sure, say. it's whichever one I'm playing with you, man. Aww. Trees painted our days and our nights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got... I mean, the, the smoke hole from Birdland, which isn't there anymore. Rest in peace, Birdland. Birdland's back by just missing the, the yeah, pole. Yeah, they took that hole out. It's got like a poor man's version of the thing. I got a really good bird on that. Um, still a big fan of the stump hole at Heritage. It's a great, it's a great shot. Never birded that one, so probably should be my favorite. I think what? I Blu-ray actually part birdied that one once. I believe he did. Uh, Yeah, those are the two that stick out most in my mind. I know I. What about Heritage that, number three? Whenever yeah, you're Heritage, playing the downhill. Heritage three. I got. I did one time. I did a really good shot on that. And every time afterwards, it's been terrible. I think of that so, shot that you had yeah, every time I'm on that um, tee pad. It though. was that was that was beautiful. It's got that backstop. The little the trough. The trough. That's a great one. Horse trough. But. I think my favorite design 
of local courses was probably that small hole shot, and it's a shame they changed that. How about you? What's your favorite hole? Hole oh. jangles. You know, as long as I'm on the tee pad first, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So this is yeah. We were talking about Michael Jordan earlier. We I'm were. like the I'm right. not the Michael Jordan of disc golf. I'm not that good, but I am the competitive one. You are. You you definitely take the game a little bit more seriously than me. Although you're pretty good at ping pong, man. You might need to get it on this uh, slapping balls podcast. Hey, if ever if anybody ever wants to challenge. Uh, trees bay into um ping pong i will be happy to put some wagers on that because that guy is mad crazy good he plays it with both hands he's like a ninja like a teenage mutant ninja turtle instead of having like katana blades he's got like ping pong paddles and he's hitting the ball so i'm just lucky i can get over the net so anyway i think this this has been a good podcast katana blades isn't that what they're called? Samurai swords? What do you want to call them? Well, Leonardo had a katana, but I think you're thinking of my, uh, Raphael's size. Or possibly the nunchucks. Have you ever seen that Are you video? really going to freaking shame me about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles whenever you freaking can't even be bothered to watch Nicholas and the gang on 8 is Enough? Have you ever seen that video of Bruce Lee playing ping pong with nunchucks? He's playing against two guys and two balls, and he's using nunchucks, and he's killing it. He, re- he wrecks them. It's amazing. Is it nunchucks or numchucks? It's nunchucks. Is it? I think so. Okay. Listeners, get back to us if we're wrong about that. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, Wilhelm Forever, or at... Disc- Mr. Jangles. Mr. Cole Jangles or Disc Discs KC. Uh, shout out once again, Disc Bird. Disc Bird. Uh, Blu-ray. Sorry, you got trounced. He never listens to the podcast. Uh, so I'm not worried about it. He might. You never know. He might. Uh, what? What was? Uh, Pete's. We never had one for Pete. He never had a name? No, he's, he never... He, he basically listened to it every once in a while. Yeah, he says he listens to it, and then he gets bored, and then he fast-forwards and finds out he's on the podcast, so... Well, shout-out, Pete. Um, there's Disco Bill. Disco Bill... Uh, slingshot. Don't forget about Slingshot. slingshot. Don't, don't sleep on Slingshot. I haven't heard from Slingshot in a long time. Slingshot, if you're listening, hit me up. Come over and play some ping-pong. We got history there. And then Frizzo. Frizzo. Shout out Frizzo. Shout out to all our uh, faithful Twitter fans. I don't know. Everybody. Yeah. All right. Keep banging those chains, guys. Get out there and bang those chains and hit us up if you have any questions for our next Q&A, which might be sooner than later if this goes well. Wow, 40 minutes good for us i'm not editing anything out of this i might add some sound effects but yeah but this was easy for you right yeah this is great uh love you guys (laughs) wait we're still recorded stay safe out there and bang those chains wear those masks